0: hello welcome to the fantastic grotto my name is rudy joining me is my lovely co-host tasha welcome to our cave of wonders as we discuss movies television thingamabobs and all things fantastic tasha how are we today
1: i am doing how am i doing today let's think let's really check in (laughs) absolutely Uh, let's see i am about like a strong seven today (laughs) okay I'm like strong seven today was a nice day outside i didn't go outside but it was nice that the weather's turning here in new york
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's probably hotter already by there by you guys mm-hmm. right how's your weather
0: uh our weather so bipolar here in the central coast it's weird because it sprinkled, it rained last night and it kind of sprinkled throughout the day even though it's summertime so well, the so central technically, Coast.
1: technically is it officially summer yet
0: uh well for me ever since Mermaid came out that that was the first day of summer. For me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's see when is the I'm actual biased. first day of summer? Oh, the first day of summer is on the twenty first, and just almost it's almost that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Okay, all right, well it's almost summer. Almost oh, there.
0: God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's like how dare you <laughs> but in all seriousness I hope the people that you know get help you know so yeah.
1: I'm not sure how I feel about them <laughs>
0: <laughs> so basically how dare you Okay, we'll just it to that.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure it's just so nasty and so rude <laughs> so nasty and so rude uh, I'm wondering if I should just at this point I'm going to start leaving them in because I'm tired
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> tired.
1: It's people, listen I live in New York get over it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whatever okay uh, let's see Wednesday June 21st is the first day of summer so it's not quite summer yet but we're almost there
0: Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, get sunny over here. Is it hot over there yet? Like, just like really hot, or does it get humid during the summertime?
1: Normally, yet yeah, the humidity is insane here. But right now, we're Ooh. still at the nice, light, se- se- high seventies, mm-hmm. li- early eighties. It's nice. I don't mind being outside right now. In a few weeks, it's going to be miserable. But right now, not so much.
0: Well, speaking of misery, I was a three out of 10 earlier, long story short, uh, jury duty. <laughs> but now I'm, I feel better. Yeah, I know. I feel better now that I'm home. I'm like, yay, freedom. So
1: <laughs> so you think they're going to choose you? Uh,
0: I, I hope not. They still haven't even selected me to go up and get, you know, interviewed. It's adulting life. You know how it is. So. Yeah. Half the jurors were let go because they're gonna choose other people now. So Mm. but yeah, again, like I said, long story short, jury duty.
1: I have a friend who was on a huge case here in New York. It wasn't one that was big anywhere else. And he was out of work for about two to three months. I don't I don't wish that for you or anything to that effect. But you know, it could happen. You never know.
0: We should pull a mission impossible, like just come over here, Tasha with like a helicopter, (laughs) bust me out.
1: But, yeah, I hope they don't pick you. But if they do pick you, at least you get to be a part of the process in uh, our country. I'm trying to I'm trying to find a silver. I'm really trying to find a silver lining here for you. Ugh,
0: I don't want to look on the bright side. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm so like, okay. get me out of here.
1: <laughs> well, and then you won't be able to do fantastic news because you can't look at anything. Right. You can't go on the Internet. You can't. You're completely sequestered, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, they'll give us like a 20-minute break, and I'm like catching up on life, you know, just to make sure if I, you know, if there's anything interesting for us to talk about. So, you know, we we don't know. We keep things up to date here at the Fantastic Grotto, you guys. For those (laughs) of you listening, we keep an eye on everything.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. Well, I guess at this point, it's time. Let's get to it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Fantastic news.
0: Today on Fantastic News, these are the stories that recently caught our attention. And first up, Tasha, are you a Star Wars fan by chance?
1: Star Wars, yes. I, but I've met enough actual hardcore fans that I feel like I am fan, but like light, like fan diet. You know how there's regular Sprite and then diet Sprite? I feel like I'm a diet fan.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, it's being reported that Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill, might not come back for the upcoming Daisy Ridley-led Star Wars film that's supposed to take place 15 years later after The Rise of Skywalker. In an interview with, let's see, was it um, LGN? I think I'm getting this wrong. But uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm, said recently in an interview that there is no current plan for Luke Skywalker to show up in the new upcoming film. And Mark has said himself during the press for Last Jedi, if you guys remember, if you know, you know, he said basically how he disagreed with certain changes with his character. But he also mentioned how when he read the script for Last Jedi, he pretty much knew that was the end of the road for Luke. And as a huge diehard Luke Skywalker fan, because he's still my hero till this day, this makes me sad. And watching those two last movies makes me sad because we never really got the luke skywalker we were hoping for you know we never really got master skywalker so again he's my hero and growing up several times whenever i would act out of, you know step out of line and act out i would always think to myself well what what would luke do and i would always <laughs> sorry say, yeah, no it's okay <laughs> yeah i'm a special type of nerd yeah so but yeah so you know and he would the answer would be he would do the right thing so yeah i'm <laughs> one of those are you um, judging me right
1: now I'm just thinking about you I don't, I don't know if you're old enough to remember when people used to have the WWJD um, little bracelets around their wrist and I'm like you no. have one that's like WW <laughs> what would Luke do WWLD oh like, <laughs> so that's where my brain oh, went sign, but... me up. <laughs> <laughs> sign me up am like what but okay Um, you know what mm -hmm. if you're a huge luke fan you you be a luke fan okay yeah yeah. more power to you i respectfully don't care (laughs) (laughs) about this story if he comes back he comes back if he doesn't come back he doesn't come back at this point the star wars movies are completely different than they were in the original
0: oh yeah
1: and the fans are split and you guys go ahead and fight amongst yourselves I'm going to watch the one that you guys all hate and enjoy my life because I really like Rogue One.
0: Uh, Oh, Rogue One was good. I like that one.
1: (laughs) A lot of people like, hate that movie. I like that one. Mm
0: -hmm. It was fresh. I liked it.
1: I wouldn't come back either if I don't want to. I don't want to. You can't make me. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares?
0: But yeah. Uh, May the the force be with you, Mark Hamill. Thank you for everything. We love you. Thank you so much, Luke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Pointing Rudy in the right direction all these years. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm last one, I promise.
0: You can uh, go to the next okay. story. <laughs> I'll take it, though. It's funny. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, for our next topic, uh, director Andrew Muschietti, who is actually the director for the upcoming Flash film, is in charge of overseeing the upcoming Dairy TV show on what is now be called Max, instead of HBO Max. I do not like that change. Anyways. Everyone uh, hates that change.
1: It's a
0: yeah, stupid change. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. That's new. So, for those of you that don't know, Derry is actually a TV series of the hit book from Stephen King, It. So, Pennywise the Clown is coming back to your screens. Mm, and so That's the name of the town. Derry, no, but yeah, but that's the show. That, that's the no, name of the show.
1: The name of the town in the books. Oh, yeah, it's Dairy. But yeah, that's, also the name that's of the why it's the name of the show. I'm saying. Yeah, there we go. Makes sense. But of it's course, not I'm... a show about milk.
0: No. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> no, yeah. And then so basically he will be directing a few episodes and it is going to be a prequel, of course. This is going to be set in the 60s, I believe. And, of course, it's a group of friends. One of the friends go missing, they go looking after them, as we all know. Uh, Andrew will be directing a few episodes, but no word yet on if Bill Skarsgård is set to return as Pennywise or if the role will be recast. So, Tasha, I know you're not really crazy about horror films or shows. (laughs) What do we think about this?
1: It's a prequel to the books? or I don't understand what it is.
0: I whew, th- th- I believe it's a prequel, technically, to the movie that we got back in 2017 and 2019, too, because it was part one and part two. So, I mean, I do like that Andrew is coming back because I think he did a great job. Uh, well, I didn't see
1: the 2017 to 2019 one. So are mm-hmm. those more so, again, I didn't see them. Were those basically continuations after the book?
0: no that's basically a, adaptations of the book and that's a huge book it's like over a thousand pages it's like have you seen how th- big that that book is
1: yeah it's supposed to be one of if you read king's books everyone says it's one of king's best books of all time mm-hmm. um it has a very weird scene in it i don't know if you know much about the book
0: oh i know spoilers i know exactly what you're talking about it's
1: a very strange scene in that book and he justifies she was on drugs it. When he she wrote that still book. justifies it to this day that he didn't mm-hmm. think about it like that. And I'm like, how could you not think about it like that? But it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody who's listening, um, trigger warning. If you go to Google it, <laughs> right? Yes.
0: Yep. It, absolutely. It's not
1: something that is. I don't know. It was a choice the characters made. It wasn't something that was forced upon them. But still, trigger warning. That's a mm-hmm. good way to say it.
0: so that's why um, i'm confused
1: about this show but like so back to the show i'm confused about the show because i don't understand if it's a prequel to the movies but also i've never seen the movies mm -hmm. were the the first movie it was basically based on the book but in modern times in our times they didn't do it like back in
0: the 80s right yeah because i know chapter one in 2017 that took place in the 80s but then chapter two in 2019 That took place in the modern world because the kids grew up and it was 27 years later and Pennywise came back. But with this one, because I know a lot of spoilers from the book, there are some flashback scenes and then just, you know, there's some backstory with Pennywise. So I'm pretty sure this is going to be about maybe some family members for the kids. I don't know if the kids from the movies will be referenced on the show. Well, it's a prequel. So what do I know? But I... I'm well aware about one specific scene involving a giant bird. If you've read the book, I think you know what I'm talking about. And again, since I know spoilers from the book, this chapter in particular was really interesting. I don't so feel I wonder-
1: like a book that came out in the 80s that were spoiling anything for anyone. I just don't want to talk about that specific scene because mm-hmm. not my favorite scene. But I think mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. talk about it because it's from the, you know, like it's old.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Why are you
1: not talking about it? Just talk about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's this scene. It's a flashback scene. I think one of the kids, I think it was Mike. I think it was Mike. I think he was talking about how, wasn't Mike? Ugh, I don't know. I got to read the book, anyways. So <laughs> that one of the kids was talking about how their grandfather um, saw like this giant bird swooping down, picking up people because it was a burning building. And Allegedly, Pennywise disguised himself or itself as a bird and was feeding off of the fear off of of those people because they were scared they were inside this burning building they were trying to run away so Pennywise was scooping them up. So I wonder if that's what we're going to see in that particular time period because again this is supposed to be uh, supposed to be set in the 60s. So.
1: In the book, though, Mm -hmm. it it relates to the fact that everyone in the town knows that there's something off about the town and Pennywise Mm -hmm. has already existed. So that's my guess. I'm guessing they're going to cover those things that maybe were whispers throughout the book um, about things that happened in the past before the kids so so, uh, quote unquote beat Pennywise the first time. Because in the book, Mm -hmm. they beat them when they're kids and then they leave Derry and they forget about it and then they have to come back to the town to beat him again I'm a big book person guys and I never read this book but everyone says it was one of Stephen King's greatest books and when I looked it up that one particular scene is what turned me off and the scene that I'm referring to has never ever made it into any film tv adaptation
0: with good and reason it, and
1: it ne- i doubt and it never will
0: it never, it never <laughs> will <laughs> even if it is technically what, what what used to be called hbo max but so hbo would not touch this As crazy as they've been with game of thrones or even euphoria i will be shocked if they it, for some reason do this but i doubt they would I they'll doubt never it. do that
1: so mm-hmm. the, I, that's what i wanted to know i'm like maybe it's going to cover basically what the town knew when the kids before the kids got there it'll be interesting um do we need it that's a good question to start asking ourselves when people start announcing things do you as a horror fan need this
0: need it no but i will say this though i remember watching it chapter two when it came out i remember thinking to myself because again i knew a lot of spoilers uh going in and even leaving that movie i I remember thinking to myself hmm a TV show would be good. Just a mini series, maybe, just going more in depth with the book, with just certain things that we didn't get. Not that one scene in particular, obviously, but still everything else, and and that includes that giant bird scene. So, why do I feel like it was a TV show before? It was a miniseries originally. With, ah, um, that's
1: what I remember.
0: Yeah. Why am I uh, Tim Curry? Yes, Tim Curry. I'm like oh, I
1: so remember good. it being on TV when I was younger. So let's see, it mini series
0: beat beat richie
1: let's see that's the one that i remember the one from then it came out in 1990 that's the it i remember
0: still just as scary
1: honestly (laughs) tim curry as a like scary like Mm -hmm. i'm looking at the images right now i'm like that was creepy
0: he played another good villain uh well technically he voiced a good villain do you know which one uh he voiced a couple of good villains but tell me which one you're talking about uh forte in the sequel to beauty and the beast and this one was what was it beauty and the beast the enchanted christmas he played this giant piano like evil piano like it was really good for those of you that seen the movie um you know what i'm talking about but he's so good in that role he was it's amazing he's amazing
1: all right okay i guess you said that you'll watch it i'm probably not gonna watch it again because i've never (laughs) seen any of i've seen the original in 1990 uh, what else is another Stephen King has a lot of solid adaptations one of the I guess one of the pr- best writers of our of our time mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that go to become adaptations even though right now everything is an adaptation <laughs> he laid the groundwork for people so at the very least they're coming from some good solid source material yeah mm-hmm. you'll watch
0: it I won't <laughs> I'll, I'll report back to you guys on it once it does come out but for now it is set to start filming or premiere at least in 2024 however there's still a writers' strike going on so that push date might just not no not push date but that premiere date might be pushed back so we'll see half, but we'll keep an eye half of the
1: things they announce don't really come to fruition so it's almost better to, to wait on reporting things because uh-huh. they announce them and then they pull them they announce them and then they pull them so.
0: yeah unfortunately all
1: right What's next? What's our last story of
0: the day? All right. So for our final story of the day, I am so happy. I saved the best one for last, actually. <laughs> I Okay, you and I have had this conversation several times before we started this show, and I am so happy. So it's being reported, Kim Cattrall, a.k.a. Samantha Jones from Sex and the City, is reportedly supposed to cameo on the now reboot. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, Natasha, let's talk about it. I was so happy when this was enough I jumped and I immediately sent you the story. So.
1: Well, okay. I'm excited she's coming back, but I actually mm-hmm. really prefer the idea that Kim control absolutely hates Sarah Jessica Parker because oh, yeah. she does. <laughs> she hates her. hmm. Much and I love it. I love (laughs) a good like. Remember feud? I love a good Hollywood.
0: Oh yes, Betty Davis (laughs) and Joan Crawford. Yes,
1: I love a good rivalry. I thought she would never come back after Mm -hmm. uh, Kim Cattrall's brother passed away. Remember Sarah Jessica Parker was like, you know, I'm so sorry,
0: and she was like, uh, no, don't talk to me. (laughs) She was
1: like, she literally responded, you are not my friend. Mm
0: On Twitter, wasn't it Twitter?
1: I think it was Instagram. I don't know where it was. It was Twitter, it was Instagram, it was one of them. And she was like, I don't need your condolences. None (laughs) of that. Imagine being so mad at someone and hating them so bad that when they give you condolences, like you post about your brother, and Uh when everyone is under there giving you condolences, you see this one person, and even in your grief, you remember, I hate you.
0: Uh I (laughs) hate (laughs) you.
1: That's uh, the real story of this. Down. Everyone <laughs> wants to talk about the fact that Samantha's back. Uh, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Everything they're reporting is saying she doesn't film with anyone. It's just a phone call, but it's it's nice and we get her back and it scratches the itch because everyone loves Samantha. But mm-hmm. the real story here is how much she hates Sarah Jessica Parker. and she said, I'll come back, but I'm filming with none of you. None of you heifers can film with me. No one can can be on set with me. And reportedly the original costume designer from the original Sex in the City does not work on and just like that. But when she heard Kim Cattrall was coming back, she said, I'll dress her. It's it's giving, I hate you. It's giving, I hate the rest of y'all. But this is my, this is my main one. This is my main, so I rock with well, however she go. That's oh, the energy man. I'm getting. That's the way I need the story to be covered. Y'all are covering it wrong. Did nobody care about her being back. <laughs> Let's talk about the meat and potatoes. The fact that she's coming back, not filming with anyone, not being dressed by the same people, probably with her own makeup artist. Screw you guys. I'm back. Add two more zeros to that paycheck. and I end- <laughs> 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 That's the story. Some people like that. will ride
0: with you and some people will write for you. That's the lesson, yeah. <laughs>
1: she hates oh, all this level of hatred. It's so old school Hollywood. And yeah, you know, I love to say we want everybody to be friends, but this is so much more entertaining. Mm-hmm.
0: I was talking about this with friends because we were all thinking like, oh, I hope it's not just like a Zoom video call because that's what we're thinking it might be versus it just is. like an actual on-camera cameo. So We'll see. And I told you this before. I'm not watching that reboot without her. No, Samantha. No watch. Nope, I can't do it. Nope, cannot do it. People are
1: saying it's actually quite good. If the episodes that I've watched because I didn't finish it, for me, felt like they tossed everything in the pot. There's a lot of stuff in the pot. Mm. And I'm like, we could have done a little bit less of this. They kind of wanted to hit all of these blocks that they felt they needed to fill which is cool maybe it was that rush because they weren't sure if they were going to get a season two so maybe season two will be better because they know you know we'll have they have time Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but it's not a bad show it's really not bad at all missing samantha is is true but she she hates them i hate you hoes i'm not coming back (laughs) wait a minute how much you gonna pay me all right i'm coming back but i'm not filming with none of them Mm-mm. I love it. That's that's how I feel like it happened when she was talking to her agent.
0: Let me ask you this. What's your favorite Samantha scene that you remember? She had so many great moments.
1: Oh, picking one Samantha scene is... How do you pick one Samantha scene? I know. I'm so, between two. I like... Maybe not... I'm not going to do a scene. Maybe I'll do like a storyline. I Ooh. really enjoyed the storyline of when she finally admitted that she liked um, what was his name, Jared? Right?
0: The one with the long hair? Yeah. Why am I forgetting his name?
1: Was it Jared? Well, the young one that she ended up with on the series. The um, waiter, yeah. Uh uh-huh. I mean, then she decides to, like, when she really decides that she loves him, that was when she was sick. Remember there was a storyline where she was sick?
0: Yeah, it was like, uh, was it the breast cancer storyline? Yeah,
1: line? the breast cancer. Yeah. I really enjoyed that breast cancer storyline of hers. That might have been my favorite, like, nice and soft Samantha moment. Mm-hmm. And everything where she was with the kids and she would say something inappropriate. And then they'd be like, Samantha. <laughs> and she'd be like, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> for me, I'm torn. It's funny how you mentioned the Oh, boyfriend. and the one, I'm
1: sorry, not Go to ahead. cut you off. The one when she threw a party for the fact that she didn't have kids.
0: Yeah. Was that season one or season two?
1: It might have been season one. Because I, as a woman who's probably about the same age that she was when she threw that party, I align, sis. I keep having to pay when you guys want to get married, when you guys have kids. I got you guys got bridal showers, you got wedding showers, you got babies, sh- you got these uh, birth announcements. All of these need gifts, and I only get my birthday because none of y'all buy me Christmas gifts, and then I got buy all your kids gifts. I align. So yeah.
0: Oh, Natasha, no.
1: It's true. But yeah, what's yours?
0: I'm torn between two. So, (laughs) the first one it's when Samantha first met the waiter. Why am I forgetting his name? I feel so bad. But It's when they meet him at the restaurant and she decides to wait it out. But then she finds out that other women are also waiting it out because they all want to leave home with him. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one by one, they start leaving because they're like, this is taking too long. This is like this bill is expensive. And she was eating all this like food that she didn't even want to eat. And then it was just down to her and one other woman. And they were kind of like dogging each other. And I remember she goes up to her and she's like, you know what? You put up a good fight, but I'm the one who's going to go home with him. So how about this? I pay your meal because it's expensive and we call it even. And it's funny because the girl is about to say something and she's like, you know what? Fine. So, <laughs> I remember there's that. And then also, again, this it's really hard. It's between that and, that and this. So, the second one that I really liked was when Richard had cheated on her. So, she was going around the city po- uh, posting like flyers, calling him a cheater, and all these yes. things. Mm-hmm. And then the police officer who was then on Grey's Anatomy, why am I forgetting her name? Oh, but That was one of her earlier roles. Uh, The the police officer was like, ma'am, you can't deface public property. And then (laughs) uh, Samantha was like, this man said he loved me and then he cheated on me. I don't want to repeat what she actually said. But for those of you that remember, but the cop was so funny. She's like, carry on. Yeah, if you've seen the (laughs) actual episode, you know what she really said on the show. But that was hilarious. So it's between those two moments for me. His
1: name is Smith Jared. That was his name. That's what it was Jared. Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited she's back. I did read the Sex in the City book. Oh, that's right. It's based
0: on a book. That's right. Uh Was was it a book or just a series?
1: So it was it was a book, but the book was based off of a newspaper column. (laughs)
0: Oh, that's right, because the real-life Carrie did have her own Mr. Big in her own life, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Carrie and Big, took, let's not even go there.
1: <laughs> she took her newspaper column, which was super popular in the 90s, and turned it into a book, they turned, they made from the book into the series, the series into two movies, one good, one trash, and then from that into now, <laughs> another series. So, you know, it's actually yeah. really cool. <laughs>
0: Glad Kim you, is but back. <laughs> I'm
1: glad Kim is back. I hope. I want to know how. Ooh, I can't wait. Somebody gotta tell me how much that check was, Kim. Yeah, need to know.
0: <laughs> On the next season of Feud, Kim Cattrall versus Jessica, <laughs> <Sarah> <laughs> Jessica Parker oh man
1: and i also love how much sarah jessica parker pretends like she has no idea you know what you did to that lady you had to do something to that lady you can't just be mad you did Mm -hmm. something i don't know what it was but you did something to that lady Mm -hmm. because nobody stays that mad that Mm -hmm. long for no reason unless she's absolutely you know off her rocker and if she was that much off her rocker then we would hear more stories about it more than anything we used to hear that she was a diva but this level of hatred, what you do to that lady?
0: Tell me. <laughs> <sighs> well, we're going to have to wait and see what happens. But welcome back, Samantha. We welcome you. Ba- welcome back, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for today's fantastic news. Don't forget, we also have Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, where you can send us questions, comments, voicemails as well. And we actually have a few questions that were sent to us on Instagram, Tasha. Okay, let's hear them. All right. Uh, We actually got two from the Texas Potterhead. And the first one is, what are you currently watching or have watched this month?
1: What have I watched this month? Okay, let me look. Because, you know, normally I tell you guys what I'm actually obsessing about. And I didn't get to it today. So I'm so glad you asked. Right? So let's see. Let me look at, go through all of my things. Oh, finally. Well... Ted Lasso was finished, so that that was hard. I was watching that this month. Succession, which also finished, thinking it might be one of the best dramas of all time. It might be one of the best dramas of all time. You guys need to watch it. What else did I watch? Uh oh, I just started Citadel. You guys know what that is? Do you know you ever heard of that one?
0: No. But tell me about it
1: citadel is a new show on amazon prime it's a spy show it has priyanka chopra is that how you say her name yeah you know the jonas wife yeah and uh rob stark i'm never gonna call him by his real name
0: oh <laughs> richard
1: i definitely was like oh the show with rob stark and my friend said with whom? because she's not a game of thrones fan i said the king in the north she said, i don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's what I've been watching so far for this month. Ted Lasso was really a good one for me and um, Succession. They're over. If you haven't seen them, you need to watch them. Ted Lasso was one of the sweetest shows that I think I've seen on television in the last 10 years. And Succession has some of the best twists and turns. It, it's hardcore white folks business because the, everyone in the show in Succession is rich. Everyone <laughs> makes millions of billions of dollars. It is so messy. I can't. Have you ever seen it?
0: No, but I've heard like nothing but great things about it from like everyone, and oh, their ads it's... have been everywhere. The network is really supporting this final season. So again, oh, I've just seen—I've seen ads everywhere, even at Vegas. There was this huge screen for Succession, and I was like, "Dang, there's Tasha's show!" I
1: can't believe you haven't. It. It's so good. The K- Kieran—how M- M- do you say his name?
0: McCulkin? Or
1: it, did I say K- it's Kieran, right? I think so. He. P- He cries in one of the episodes. I'm not going to give the specifics of it, but he Mm. cries and he turns into basically a child in front of everyone in a way that you can literally look and see his position in the family. Like the way he just broke down in this one scene that he's going to wait for Emmy season. That's all I'm saying is wait. Till Emmy season. Okay. There was that and um Snowfall was also in its final season. I watched that. I think that's that's almost everything. I watch a lot of T V stuff. If you guys have any specific show you want us to talk about, you should send that in on the socials. What about you? What have you been watching, Rudy?
0: I watched the Donna Summer documentary on oh, yes. uh, I hate that it's called Max now, but yeah, Aww. I'm just gonna call it HBO Max. Let's just I c I I can't call it Max. I just can't. I'm sorry. But yeah, I saw the Donna Summer documentary. I really wanted to know more about her. And without spoiling anything, I'm surprised how she got started with her career.
1: I forgot to watch that.
0: It's really good. I think you're going to like it. Uh, I'm surprised how she started her career. And I'm surprised how controversial she was when she started her career. Mm -hmm. So again, I highly recommend it. I really loved it. I immediately went to her music catalog because I only knew the main hits, but... I went back and just into her um, music catalog and I was like, dang, like so many good songs. And I forget how at that time they also had like 14 or 20 minute versions of songs. And I'm like, dang, like mm-hmm. this was actually, <laughs> I think that's why, actually the so thin. <laughs> that's why everyone
1: was so thin. That's why everyone was so thin. Every song was 15 minutes long and then they dance all night long, actually all night long. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> no yeah so may she rest in peace i learned so much and i'm even uh, with that i wanted to do my own research after that and just to see interviews of her and what she was like and um i didn't know that she guest starred on family matters yes
1: Mm -hmm. yep Uh, i remember that episode she played like a mousy person and then they put her on stage and then she sings her song and then she sings with this huge voice you don't i'm so old that's what it is,
0: I'm You really are not old. old, Tasha. Give yourself some credit. <laughs> you no. don't
1: know any of these things, and I'm like, yeah, I remember when that was a new episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself we... credit. You're only old if you need a hip replacement, okay? You are good, okay? So
1: <laughs> my I'm like, how do you not remember this? But, okay. <laughs> yes, she was on there. They had a lot of, um, you know, back in the 90s, all the singing artists did their rounds on the TV shows.
0: Yeah. So, again, I highly recommend that one. Uh, Loved it. Also, sticking to HBO Max, I watched The Idol last night, the premiere last night. And, uh, Tasha, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to give this show one more episode, and I think I might be done, honestly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, the Mm -hmm. cast is great, except (laughs) for the weekend. I got to be honest.
1: (laughs) Well, he's not an actor. Give him a break
0: yeah it's just (laughs) oh my gosh literally everyone else i thought was good but the delivery it was not there he's supposed to play like a dark mysterious character i was like no i feel like you're more of an average joe that you see at the store i don't know (laughs) i love his music huge fan XO. the soundtrack sounds great i'm waiting for the soundtrack to be released no doubt about that but i just cannot buy him if he's gonna be the lead and if this is the performance he's going to give us and remember how i told you how i couldn't buy the actor who played jafar in the aladdin live adaptation
1: mm-hmm.
0: same thing here he has a very high voice te- not a high voice it's just
1: who abel or abel yeah,
0: yeah like he doesn't have a high voice it's just maybe because it's not so deep it's just i don't know certain he's lines not that ominous
1: is- enough for you
0: yeah, it's just, again, not only the acting, but just the way he said certain lines, I thought it felt flat, and I was well, like, I just... Well,
1: the acting, yeah.
0: No, yeah, it's just, again, it's the line delivery. I just cannot buy this character. And also, he pitched this show, or at least this idea, to Sam Levinson. So for me, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to hold Sam Levinson responsible for this as a director, because it's your job as a director to put your foot down on certain things and work closely with your actors to make a scene work. And that's the thing. If your one of your leads is not working, I don't know. Again, I'm going to give this show one more episode. And we'll see what happens. Because right now, I kind of just want to drop it. I'm not going to
1: lie. <laughs> I told you I wasn't watching that shit. Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So... But yeah, so have you guys seen The Idol? Let us know. We would love to hear your thoughts. Are you a fan of The Weeknd? Also, this is my first introduction to Lily Rose Depp. I was impressed with what she gave us because, you know, if she's playing this, like, pop star, I'm like, okay, you better give us this, like, it girl, main girl energy. And I feel like she delivered on that. So she was good. I like her as a lead. Mm, I'm
1: trying to look and see if I seen any of the other things she's been in and i definitely have not have not so Me
0: either that's why i waited because i was like you know what i've never seen her work this could be like a good big blow up for her so i'll just wait i know she has a movie with your favorite timothy chamelay <laughs> on netflix it's <laughs> king richard is it king richard or the king the king the king there we go yeah uh,
1: i told you i wasn't gonna watch that but speaking of documentaries i also watched the hillsong documentary hillsong is this huge mega church and they used to have, well, they still have, but the um, campuses here in New York. And I was the the time frame that they covered in the documentary about the New York chapters was a time frame that I was actually going to Hillsong. And it was so interesting to watch the documentary and say, I remember that person. I remember that person. I remember that, that sermon. It was trippy. <laughs> it was very trippy watching the documentary going, oh, I remember this and I remember that. My friends and I, we would go and hang out on Sundays. But that's another good documentary to watch. Uh, Trigger warnings, but I mean that they give you the warnings before. But that one is on Hulu.
0: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So
1: that's what we've been watching. Uh, Is that all that we got from the questions on the socials or anything else?
0: Uh, Well, technically, that was just the first one. (laughs) Okay. What else did we get? All right. So again, this is the second question from the Texas Potterhead from Instagram. Uh, She says. uh, which movies or TV shows are you looking, looking forward to next month
1: Next, well technically let's so like June
0: yeah we just entered June
1: um, let's see TV shows that are coming up
0: there's it's Marvel's not... C- um, Secret Invasion
1: yes Schmigerdoodle Sh- is that what it's called Snickerdoodle Schmigerdoodle Sh- what is it called Schmigadoon is what it's called Schmigadoon. It's a TV show. It is a musical, and it is amazing. And they just released the second season of it. Craig has seen it. He said it was amazing. It's, uh, let's see. Where can it's, it be streamed? H. I'm looking it up. Okay. Schmigadoon. I believe it's Apple. Could be wrong. Nope. Yep. It's Apple TV i'm looking forward to that as far as tv shows um like you said that new marvel one what else are you looking forward to
0: hmm. man let's see if tv shows wise i'm trying to think i really got to catch up on a lot of other marvel shows so there's that i still have to watch miss marvel i still have to watch hawkeye Ugh. yeah but Catching that's up on the old world stuff. stuff
1: yeah the no new stuff
0: I know. It's because I took a break. I was Marvel fatigued for some time. Now I'm feeling better, so that's why I'm going to go back and watch those shows that I missed out on. But besides Secret Invasions, for TV shows, there's nothing really that's caught my attention. Movie-wise, there's a few things I want to watch.
1: Okay, let's go. Let's go to movies. Maybe this is just one of those summers that doesn't have... A t- Also, I feel like a lot of the TV stuff finished, because like I said, the Succession's finished, the Ted Lasso's are finished, the Marvelous Miss Maisel is finished, and those are all TV shows that literally came to an end this season. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's just like a low. Normally in the summertime, I remember last summer we watched The Boys, we were watching Invincible, we were watching Hot D, if you don't know, that's House of the Dragon. Um, (laughs) Hot D, but it's a big movie summer.
0: Oh, Yes. Absolutely, we're we're looking forward to that actually.
1: Yeah, the big movie summer. Uh, we already did The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. We've already done Spider Man. What other ones are you looking forward
0: to? Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah, same.
0: This is it. This is the last one, allegedly. Okay.
1: Well, it's the last one with, with him Harry in Street. it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's apparently not going to be the last one. They keep announcing that there's going to be a TV show, and then taking it back and then announcing again and then taking it back. I believe they're trying to figure out how well the movie is going to do. And then also with all the, with the fact that Disney plus wasn't really making as much money as they wanted it to do. So I don't think they're going to focus as much on original content, which I think is incorrect. I think what they should really be doing is focusing that they, they're doing really good original content. Believe that they started kind of the same way Netflix did, where they were just doing anything and throwing it all against the wall. And being that it's not paying off, now they're they're getting tight with the pockets. Because remember when Netflix came out, there was forty five new shows every twenty minutes.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so they they tried that. It didn't work out for them. So I, I think instead of pulling away from original content, I just think they should be more focused on what their original content is
0: yeah but i think we're gonna get them back during the fall i think that's when they're gonna have st- certain stuff like premiere or come back so we'll i see. don't
1: i don't think we're gonna get anything i think they're gonna, like i said they're they're pinching pennies they're taking <laughs> stuff down there yeah but movie lies uh we're both excited for barbie yes <laughs> we that. are
0: genuinely curious to see how that one is going to play out I'm
1: very excited for Barbie. I'm very excited for Oppenheimer. I'm very, what else am I excited
0: for? We're curious about The Flash because our favorite Batman, uh, Michael Keaton, is coming back. Yeah. That's my my, my only reason to go watch it, to be honest.
1: (laughs) The trailer came on in the movie theater before Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You want to get nuts?" And I'm like, "Let's get nuts!" <laughs> and I was so excited! I was like, Let's get nuts! <laughs> I was like, "I love this Batman. He's my favorite Batman." Cannot stand Ezra at the moment. I'm trying to work through those feelings, <laughs> but uh, they're they were so horrible. When the film, it's fine. We don't have to get into this. We can actually do an entire episode about <laughs> summer movies.
0: Mm, maybe we should do a summer one i think that would be a good one i don't Mm -hmm. know what do you think i think that's a good one
1: maybe we'll see
0: yeah okay (laughs) well that wraps it up with the questions that we received thank you very much and don't forget you can send us more on tiktok instagram and twitter as well feel free to send us questions comments or even voicemails we love receiving any messages that you guys send us so please feel free to send them anyways and we'll be right back after a quick short break
1: Thank you so much for bearing with us during that short break. We're going to get into the main topic for today, which is a deep dive of Wonder Woman. It's a Rudy episode. <laughs> I don't know as much about Wonder Woman as he does, and Rudy has been generous enough to tell me he's going to educate me on her a bit. So let's go, Rudy.
0: All right. So Wonder Woman was actually created by psychologist and writer William Moulton Marston, and artist Harry G. Peter in October 1941. Will actually believed that he, you know, didn't really see that much good going on with superheroes at that time because Batman and Superman were already created. Mm -hmm. And while being interviewed by the Family Circle magazine, he said how there's unfulfilled uh, potential of the comic book medium, which caught the attention of comics publisher uh, Max Gaves. And slowly it then turned into DC Comics and it was just like a snowball effect. Fun fact about Will, actually, not only is he a psychologist and writer, but he was actually the creator of the polygraph, uh, polygraph, a.k.a. the lie detector test. Hmm. And yeah, which would then soon turn into the lasso of truth later on in the comics. So just a fun little fact for you. So the same
1: person who created the lie detector test is the person who helped to write Wonder Woman, the initial comics? Yes, just want to make sure I understand.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, Absolutely. that
1: is a fun comic book fact.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never knew that, too, because I was like, oh, interesting. You just think they're just comic book writers. But no, this is somebody who was both a writer and a psychologist. So that's pretty cool. I think that's amazing. He's like a triple threat. And he did want to create his own superhero. But fun fact, it was his wife, Elizabeth, that came up with the idea to make her a woman. And also, Will was a feminist at that time. Here's where things get interesting tasha <laughs> bear with me on this so will and elizabeth had an open marriage and they were both seeing a woman named olive olive burns
1: Ooh, they had an open marriage in the 40s
0: and the 40s yes i was exactly okay, i was like what i know it's scandalous yeah i was like wait what and olive in particular was the inspiration for the appearance for wonder woman And one thing that caught my attention was that Will pointed out how Olive had these big bracelets, which would then be her like bulletproof bracelets for the comics. So it's interesting how certain things from his own personal life were used in the comics. Uh, But other than that, Wonder Woman was born right there, basically from personal life experience and then just, you know memories as well so again I don't want to get too specific with the open marriage we're just gonna leave that I
1: mean there's very little specifications that we're gonna get they gave us Mm -hmm. what they gave us it was open mind your business Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) pretty sure that's all that you're gonna be able to find anyway but Mm -hmm. I do wonder like you said being that he took inspiration from his real life if they cut all of a check
0: you know I love to ask about a check I do know this though. When he passed away, Olive and Elizabeth stayed together living in the house and they raised their kids together. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Was so
1: progressive. I love it.
0: Yeah, so good for them, technically, as long as everybody was cool communicating, yeah. you know. If, so, <laughs> if you communicate, you do what you want. Did you know that October 12th is uh, International Wonder Woman Day? No yeah (laughs) and last year she celebrated her 80th anniversary I believe and I don't know why I thought she was here for at least 50 years because I was like oh I thought it would have been like the 50th or 60th anniversary nope It was the 80th anniversary, so Mm -hmm. Diana has been with us for a hot minute. When she was created, she was a hit with fans everywhere and feminists, too. The feminists really loved her, of of course. So uh, at that time, there was a a feminist movement, so they were really happy having this empowered woman basically being this beacon of hope in comics and being a great example for kids because technically comics were set for kids but of course as time went on you know people of all ages were picking them up diana has been with us throughout the golden age of comics as well as the silver age bronze age and modern age we'll get back to the modern age in a bit because that's that's going to be an interesting one right there Mm -hmm. but part of her origin is that her mother uh, created her out of clay and the certain greek gods gave diana her gifts. so for example uh, she was given the gift of super strength uh, being able to talk to animals she can heal fast and then also immortality she wasn't able to fly at first i always thought she was able to fly right off the bat but no in some versions she was able to but in, in, i guess early on she just wasn't and she's had so many reboots tasha it's it's hard to keep up with comics that's why i'm just like you know what, i'll stick to the movies instead <laughs> but mm. so she was beloved by so many fans everywhere until the modern age also known as the mod era and this was in 1968. Uh, this was but from the writer Dennis O'Neill. He, for some reason, decided to take away Diana's powers, as well as her lasso of truth, her uniform, all of that. So basically, in the comics, yeah, in the comics, mm. just rent. Yeah, that was just the idea that he wanted to go with. And fans were poos, especially the feminists, of course, because you know they depowered an empowered woman, so they were really upset by that. And basically, with this one, uh, Diana was mainly focused on, like, her fashion and her look. She opened up a fashion business. She was now, <laughs> like, a...
1: Mm-hmm. He took a couple hours away and sent her to work.
0: Yep. That's exactly, <laughs> uh-huh. She was pining over uh, Steve Trevor because she was so in love with him. So, yeah, they made her basically just more of, a like, a lovey-dovey, girly girl. She was basically, like, a James Bond type of girl. She was mm-hmm. being trained by, like, an old Asian man in martial arts. So fans were pissed rightfully so even when i was doing research i was like wait why would you do that like if you have this amazing character why would you take away everything that makes them great can you imagine if hermione from harry potter one day was like you know what i don't care about books i care about looks you're gonna be like wait what hermione no Uh, oh my goodness but anyways he
1: did that uh, in the 60s yeah in
0: 1968 Mm. however in 1973 dc was like you know what we cannot do this anymore fans are upset we're not doing great with sales either. So they decided to retcon this with a memory loss storyline, of course. So basically, once she, you know, somehow lost her memory of what happened previously, they just moved on from there. There is no mention of the (laughs) modern age. Yeah, they, yeah. In the words of Mariah Carey, I don't know her, let's move on. (laughs) So they moved on, which now brings me to the hit TV show with Linda Carter. And I... Tasha, can I tell you something? I'm so happy with this fun fact that I found out. Did you know that Linda Carter is Mexican? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not know that until last year, and I was shocked. I was like, wait, what? You mean we had a Latina superhero all this time? Mm -hmm. Well, the
1: reason why I know that is my personal introduction to Wonder Woman was with the show.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I wasn't allowed to watch too many things with Curse Words when I was little, little. I also stayed home. Uh, my grandmother went to work in the evenings, so she used to watch us in the daytimes. My cousin and I, so we would watch a lot of old TV shows. And so I liked watching the original Wonder Woman, and that was my introduction to her. I knew she was a comic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I wasn't a comic book kid.
0: Yeah, I I know it's on. Well, I, I'm going to say it again: HBO Max. I don't. I refuse to call it Max. I know I keep saying that, but <laughs> I know it's on there, and I do plan on checking it out during the summer. Uh, have that, you never seen?
1: Not... Have you never seen the original Wonder Woman?
0: I seen maybe two episodes, honestly, from TV. Oh, Is yeah, again, so... my parents kept changing their TV network plans because we had Dish for a long time, but they would always change their like package deals. So certain channels would come and go, unfortunately, and um, that one was one of them. I think it was on TV Land at one point. Or am I thinking of a TV Well, yeah, channel?
1: because it's it was on TV Land or Nick at Night and or mm-hmm. you know those old the same channel that I probably was watching Little House on the Prairie on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it was it was on those channels. But it was, it's campy. It's like the original Batman TV show or the original mm-hmm. Hulk TV show. You, I'm guessing you've never seen any of those. Again, this is why I'm saying maybe I'm just...
0: Old. <laughs> I've seen a few episodes <laughs> of the Batman one. Love Catwoman, both versions of Catwoman. Yes.
1: So it's like that. But my favorite, I don't know if you're going to get to this. My favorite thing about it, and they, but they stopped doing it. I think they only did it in the first season was when she would be getting into a fight with a bad guy she'd basically tell them, wait. And then she'd spin around in a circle. <laughs> and then after she finished spinning in a the circle, then she'd be in her costume.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just love the idea that the bad guys would literally wait for her to change. <laughs> <laughs> you the real one, Linda. <laughs> yeah.
0: So polite to wait for her, yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah. But that's how I found out about her. What did you find out about the TV show?
0: So I was surprised it was only for three seasons Mm because it was a hit, but I guess the the hype died down after those three seasons because it was from 1976 to 1979. And I'm like,
1: oh, I thought it was Shows didn't last that long back then. So, for example, that Batman one that we know is so iconic. I believe that Mm. one only had three seasons. Um, Six Million Dollar Man, which is another big one. Five seasons. Mm. Uh, The Incredible Hulk five seasons they they didn't i don't know i feel like the 70s things didn't last very long the 80s and the 90s things last for a long time and now things don't last as long anymore
0: that's mm-hmm. like
1: the ebb and flow of television to me
0: well i'm excited to look into it uh again she's she's my hero now too again the fact that she was representing our culture all this time i it it makes us it puts a smile on my face knowing Mm -hmm. that we had this you know latina superhero all this time and uh the only reason why i know about it is because my mom's on tiktok so (laughs) Uh, i I didn't have tiktok when she sent me this video but she sent me a video from tiktok um, from last year she uh, linda she went to this hispanic heritage month event i think it was something like that or maybe they were asking her about that i can't remember and she was talking about her family roots and the culture and i'm like wow so she's one of us like this is amazing this is great and this is representation and we have a superhero who represents us and of course what this character means to everyone especially the women but the fact that we had this positive representation all this time because i'm so used to seeing our culture just latinos in general being portrayed in such a poor light for example Mm -hmm. the women are always either like maids or some type of like sexual eye candy for the male gaze and the Mm -hmm. men are always these like violent thugs so i can go on about that so the fact that we had this positive beacon of hope and light all these years that puts a smile on my face and i'm not gonna lie tasha i think i have more wonder woman pops funko pops than even the harry potter ones that i have wow yeah i think i have maybe 10 or a little bit over 10 of her alone yeah that's how much i love her because of that too so i'm, I'm just happy it puts a smile on my face
1: that's good. I think I have 10 Ursula Pops.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ursula's great, though. Iconic. I know yeah, you one of her. Right Yeah. The Wonder Woman thing song, too, is super iconic. Can't forget that. Yes. Yes. That and that's just the, the sitcom of that time, which now brings me to how I first was introduced to the character. So in 2001, we had the Justice League cartoon. Did you ever watch it? Mm-hmm.
1: That was a good cartoon.
0: Yes, absolutely. I loved it so much. I remember watching it Saturday morning uh, with my sister. Uh, she was so little, she probably doesn't remember. But that was how I was introduced to her, Martian Manhunter, Hot Girl. So, so many amazing characters. And, it, it, uh, man, so many good cartoons growing up. But, yeah, so that particular Wonder Woman was voiced by Susan Eisenberg. And if you're a fan of the character, there's actually a lot of really good Wonder Woman episodes, whether it's just her standalone or maybe just something involving the entire team. So she has a lot to do on there, and I loved it. And it's also actually on h b o Max too, so if you guys want to check that out, it's on there. You know what I'm gonna start doing that Saturday morning. It's just like when I was a kid. Why not? I think I
1: only watched that one because it has the Batman that I like in it. That's the Batman oh. that I watched uh that I watched growing up.
0: Voice by Kevin Conroy,
1: yeah, he's the best oh, so
0: iconic, yeah, so so good. He's
1: the best Batman voice. Mm-hmm.
0: And since then, throughout the years, if you've been wondering what Diana has been up to in the comics, she's been through so many changes, too, because in some versions, she was, you know, made from clay by her mother and other incarnations, just like we see in the movie. Uh, She's the daughter of Zeus, so she's a demigoddess. But also, she's been romantically involved with Superman. They even have their own comic called Superman and Wonder Woman. And I bought that one. I still have not read it. (laughs) It's a part of the pile. You know me, Tasha. I'm working on that pile. So I have it. I haven't read it yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> so many books. I know. Yeah, I'm not really into comics, yeah. but I made an exception for them because I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." So there's that. Uh, speaking of Superman, uh, since technically he, Batman, and Diana are like the golden trio of DC Comics. Now that's did... a throuple. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you know that she has technically? kicked both their asses did you know that Mm -hmm. yeah i did not know that until recently so she's beat up superman six times and she's lost to him five times batman on the other hand (laughs) uh here's the thing he tried swinging at her but she tossed him over the balcony Mm -hmm. that was the first fight and then the second time again he came at her and she literally pinned his head beneath her boot and he just was forced to surrender so there's that for batman she's got it it's all that sexual
1: tension (laughs) Oh, yes. Can I be honest with you? I
0: uh, ship her with Batman more than Superman because I remember the tension from the cartoon.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It was so good. So, so good. Uh, Did you know that also we were supposed to get a standalone Wonder Woman a long time ago? Did you know that?
1: I know that it was one of those things that they so... Let me rephrase. Comic book movies, they've been trying to make them for so long. And I know mm-hmm. that she was one of the, the comic book movies they wanted to make simply because she appeals to both women and men. So they were able to get that dual audience. So I'm not surprised that they, it was in development or it was in talks for a long time
0: before we actually received it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that time, uh, director Joss Whedon, who created uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Josh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah he's the and worst. he directed the first two avengers movies so this was back in uh, 2007 he was supposed to direct the film there was a script that actually leaked you can't find this script actually but warner brothers pulled the plug on it so there was that for trying to bring diana to life on the big screen and then she was supposed to come back on the small screen in 2011 so there was a pilot that was filmed and the actress adrian palicki Palaki? i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing her name right she was cast as wonder woman and <laughs> apparently the pilot was so bad that the nbc executives were like we cannot release this we're not doing this just completely scrap it we're not doing this so that was never released uh there are on-set pictures of her running around through the crowds you know passing by cars so i'm guessing that was supposed to be her like super fast running or something like that but yeah we never got that and guess who was on that show who cool. The internet's favorite daddy, Pedro Pascal. Oh, I
1: love Pedro.
0: And it's funny how I love Pedro. And it's funny how it's a full circle moment with him because he was then the villain in the Wonder Woman sequel 19, was it 86 or 87? I can't remember. 86.
1: 87.
0: Okay, yeah. He was like her friend in the police department on the show. And there are pictures of him on set as well. And Adrian said how he loved she loved working with him, and Pedro said how he loved working with her. So it's strange how it's a full circle moment for him to come back on a Wonder Woman project. It's just just in general, so it's so strange. <sighs> that's one of the and, few
1: Pedro Pascal m- projects that I don't like. I didn't like. I did not like that that Wonder that Woman movie.
0: It's yeah,
1: Wonder Woman eighty four. That's the year. It oh, 84, the That's right. Yeah, I did not like that movie. A lot of people were saying it didn't do well because it wasn't released in theaters. I think it didn't mm-hmm. do well because it was not good. <laughs>
0: Well, theaters were so close at that time too weren't they yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that too yeah lockdown let's not forget yeah. Once upon a time yeah <laughs> wherever
1: you physically watch a movie does not then justify a terrible plot
0: mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah and then once again we were supposed to get her again on the big screen in 2009 this time in the movie justice league uh, mortal excuse me justice league mortal And this was supposed to be directed by George Miller, who gave us Mad Max Fury Road and cast as the role as Diana was Megan Gale. And I actually remember hearing about this a long time ago. I remember, brace yourself, Army Hammer (laughs) Mm -hmm. was cast as Batman and he was promoting The Lone Ranger at that time. And he was talking about how he saw the sets and how he was on there and how he saw like the Batmobile, how he was excited And then due to the writer's strike at that time, if you guys remember, uh, from 2008, unfortunately, it didn't make it through and it was scrapped. And then also uh, the success of The Dark Knight really set that movie back because uh, the studio was really proud and happy with the success of those particular films. So that film, even though they were getting ready to start filming, just didn't see the light of day, unfortunately. It's fine. Anything with
1: Arnie Hammer can get burned to the ground.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sure. if you know, you know, you guys. <laughs> However,
1: can definitely never get made. Sorry, uh-uh. go ahead. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> However, great news in 2016, a little movie called Batman versus Superman came out, and we were finally given for the first time on the big screen our favorite Shiro Wonder Woman, played by Gal Gadot from Fast and Furious, and that was the first time we finally got her on the big screen. Did you and call you know her what? Gail? No, Gal Gadot because Megan (laughs) Gale was supposed to play her in Justice League Mortal.
1: Oh, because I'm like, did you say Gale? Okay, you said no.
0: It's Gal. Yeah, yeah. Is it Godot or Godot? I
1: think it's Gal Godot.
0: Godot. Okay. All right Mm -hmm. then, Gal Godot. We're gonna call her that. I remember being in college at that time, and I remember my English teacher said, "You guys can write whatever you want." And I think I was talking about female representation in just Hollywood in general, because I remember not only I mentioned Diana in this film, but I also mentioned, for example, um, Olivia from Scandal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was talking about female representation and I was saying, like, how come women are always, you know, like. Like, they always need to be a part of someone else's story, but they don't have their own story, you know, and Mm -hmm. we're getting more progressive at that time, thankfully. And then, of course, Khaleesi being a fan favorite from Game of Thrones, I mentioned her as well. And I was saying how it's unbelievable that Wonder Woman was barely going to be on the big screen in 2016. It's insane, and the movie was a hit, regardless of what you think of the movie. I it liked was bad. Her. Yeah. <laughs> it. Was bad. It was bad.
1: I that's liked what her we, in it.
0: That's what we think of the movie. We think <laughs> it was bad. Go on. I, yeah. <laughs> I liked her in it. And then it led to her own solo stand film. And Tasha, you and I had bonded over this. I love this movie so much. That first one was good. Yes, it was so good. In 2017, we were given finally for the first time our very, uh, her very own standalone solo Wonder Woman film. And it was a huge success for the studio, for fans, for Gal. It was a win for everybody, and honestly, you know what? I'm going to add that to my summer of watching list. To be honest, it's so good; it fits the summer vibe. It
1: does fit the summer vibe. I remember my friends; all of us went to go see it. We actually saw it in, I think, on 42nd, 42nd Street, or 34th. One of the two. We act. We said, "Let's go after work one day," and we all met up and we saw. We were like, "This movie is good." We Mm -hmm. didn't have high hopes because DC, even then was not really making, <laughs> you know, stellar feature films. They,
0: yeah. were, they still
1: have a hard time figuring it out. They're working on it. I give them grace, hope they do well. But I remember that movie coming out and me going, wow, this is a good movie. Not a good comic book movie, a good movie.
0: Absolutely. It was so good. Do you have a favorite scene from that film? Not really. Not a favorite scene.
1: <laughs> it was a good movie, but I don't, I don't think I have a favorite scene. Scene. But you go ahead, because I know you love her.
0: Yes, for me, it was the entire first act when she's on um, Paradise Island, The Mascara. I love it because I've always wanted to see the Amazons in particular and the island. And they f- they filmed those scenes in Italy. Mm-hmm. And that's like the number one place I would love to visit someday. So the fact that they filmed that there, we finally got to see the island. And it was so beautifully shot. And we got to meet the Amazons. And we got to see her origin story. So I was happy. I was so happy. That, that entire first, what, 30, 40 minutes? Love it. No complaints. Chest kiss. Love it. Uh, now, with all the recent changes going on with Warner Brothers DC and the reboot they're doing, ugh, I, I still feel sad about this, but it, it's necessary. We've talked about this. But uh, fans were asking uh, James Gunn uh, what's going on with Gal. Like, So is he going to be recast? And he said that technically Gal has not been let go yet.
1: They don't have to let her go. They don't have to keep her. I think they're just holding on to her mm-hmm. until they make a decision about which way to go. I don't think they've made any decisions about anything yet because they have finished projects already that need to come out that they need to measure how they're going to do. So, she announced it kind of like she was done, right?
0: Mm-hmm. right? Is I don't that know what she
1: posted cuz she posted something about it. I do honestly you that? don't
0: know. No, to be honest, no and <sighs>
1: Yeah, she posted something like I'm so glad to have been Wonder Woman or or I might be getting this wrong. But if if she's still technically Wonder Woman, that's good for her.
0: Mhm. Do you be honest, do you think we're going to get a third Wonder Woman movie? Yeah. Oh, you mm-hmm. think so? Oh. Mm-hmm, I do.
1: I think we're gonna okay. it may not be that it's a third of this. It may be one of those things where it's a first of a new Wonder Woman movie.
0: You know what oh. I mean? Like, in
1: in the vein of wherever they want her to be in this new direction that Gunn is
0: trying to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'll believe it when I see it. I don't have high hopes for another one, but of course I'm open to it because I just love this character and I would love more of her. So... If she does come back, I'll be happy. I think that she has earned this role. She's worked really hard for it, and I love. Even though we don't love that 1984 movie, I love that bad. scene. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that scene with the car where she's like underneath the car in the desert. Mm-hmm. That one was good. That scene was good. Sadly, the movie. I, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. enjoyed of that second movie the same thing how you enjoyed the the island scenes in the first movie. I enjoyed seeing the island scenes on in that second movie, like her as a oh, kid. Yes. That that and I believe that's how it opened. It was a Mm -hmm. very strong opening, and then it just kind of lost its
0: way. Yeah, the the tournament that's actually also accurate to the comics with how she was chosen to be like the warrior for the island to get like the bracelets and stuff like that. So again, she has so many different origin stories that were rebooted. But uh, for anyone that's interested in possibly the next chapter of the Amazons, you might be interested in this. So it was announced during this whole DC reboot that we're supposed to get a show based on the Amazons alone uh, called Paradise Lost, and it's supposed to be an upcoming TV show on HBO Max that is set to be an origin for Wonder Woman. So will we see her on the show? I don't know. I wonder if they're going to solely focus on the women and maybe Diana's supposed to be a little girl. I don't know. Maybe this is them fleeing from because i know they had to leave because they were being like attacked and stuff like that so that's why they had to leave men behind and they're like you know what we're gonna do our own thing on our own island so (laughs) there's that um but it's been described as quote um, from james gunn quote it's almost like game of thrones with westeros but with all the inhabitants of paradise island end quote so i love that i love that comparison because if you're going to make them you know extreme and violent and just be them have them be the badasses that they truly are I'm checking this out because there's a lot of things that were announced. This was the only one that caught my attention, Tasha. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Of all the things that they announced, this was the only one I wanted to see.
1: I just feel like most of the James Gunn announcements are too early. We don't know. Mm -hmm. You guys haven't had enough time to sit down and talk about it. Everyone wants to do what Marvel did with, Mm -hmm. you know, the beginning. But that was, what, like 20 years in the making. That's not something that you just sit down and talk about. In one or two meetings to say, okay, we know what we're gonna do. No, that that was well planned. So any of these announcements, like I said earlier, they announce things to take them back. They announce things to take them back. I'm waiting till things are filming for me to really be invested in any of these new DC projects.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. It it was way too soon, and I know you and I have talked about this behind the scenes and. They should have waited. Uh, we It's here now. Uh, we're going to see what happens with this new Flash movie. So we'll see. I just hope they genuinely take their time in not Rush. Well, there's a writer's strike going on, so they're definitely going to have to take their time. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I love this character. She means so much to me. And whatever the next chapter is, I'll be waiting. I'm excited. And I know it's not just me. I know there's a lot of Wonder Woman fans that would love to see her come back, whether it's with Gal or maybe with someone new. I don't know. But I, I'm glad that we we've been able to experience her in so many different ways, whether it's through the comics or with Linda Carter or Justice League or even with the live movie. We've been well fed as fans, mm-hmm. and I'm happy. Yeah, we've been fed um, well fed, and she just represents hope, strength, and wonder. And that's what a, isn't that what a hero is? Isn't that what they inspire? Except
1: Batman, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, Batman's, anyway. a, Batman's
1: a professional, well-paid asshole. I like him. <laughs> I like him, but I also understand the criticism. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like him.
0: Anyways, but we're excited to see what the next chapter for Diana will be. Also, before I wrap things up, I just want to say this. I remember when the Wonder Woman movie was about to come out. I have a cousin named Diana, and she was a little girl at that time. Now she's a teenager. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, I shared this with her. I told her, hey, did you know that you have the same name as a superhero? And she's like, really? Who? And I was like, Wonder Woman. And she's like, oh, um, okay. And she didn't know who she was. And I just gave her a quick lesson. I was like, yeah, Wonder Woman is not only a superhero, she's also a warrior and a princess. And I remember the look in her eyes. She just was like confused, but also like interested. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she's all of these things just like you. And you you guys have the same name. And then when the movie came out, she saw it. And I think at like a family barbecue, she went up to me and she's like, guess what? I saw Wonder Woman. I was like, oh, did you like it? She's like, yeah, I really like her. I like the movie. And I know. So it's nice that she got to share that with, you know, somebody that shares the same name as her. So, yeah, it's just it's, it's a nice memory that I have with her. But that's sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet. Now she's a teenager and I'm like, oh, you're driving me nuts. <laughs>
1: yeah, Teenagers are trash buckets, but you know, <laughs> yeah, everybody goes through it. So you give them grace because you're like, I remember being there. <laughs>
0: yeah, Ugh, yeah, Lord knows. But yeah, so that's, you know, it for today's little history lesson.
1: We love that you guys enjoyed our Little Mermaid deep dive. So I appreciate Rudy taking the time out to craft this Wonder Woman deep dive for us because I really didn't know much about her at all. But if there's any episode that you want us to do, maybe a character you want us to deep dive, a show you want us to deep dive, maybe something that we've mentioned offhand and you want us to go into it, like why Josh Whedon is trash. We can do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is garbage, even though he's made some of my favorite things in my life. Firefly is amazing. Buffy is amazing. Josh Whedon <laughs> not a nice person but you can always send us a message on our socials it is the fantastic grotto on Instagram and TikTok you can email us at the at gmail we are also on Twitter at the fantastic grotto so clearly it's the same across all social platforms you can leave us a voicemail keep in contact with us rate like the podcast listen to it send it to a friend and then have them send it to a friend we're really just trying to grow here we appreciate you guys spending the time with us like we always say if time was money you could not get it back so thank you for the time you spent here with us anything else for today rudy
0: that is it and that this has been the fight for wonder woman we hope you guys (laughs) liked it
1: (laughs) have a good day guys bye
0: bye